This is The Secret Place with Bishop Cyprian Williams, a podcast from the New Birth Gospel Tabernacle in St. Kitsinevis. Join us for the message already in progress. Pleasant good afternoon. It's a wonderful, wonderful Friday afternoon in the Federation of St. Kitsinevis. I want to take this opportunity to welcome each and every one of you to The Secret Place. Amen. God has been good. Even at this time, as you come on, remember to like and share. Yes, like and share so someone else can be blessed and be encouraged. Amen. Hallelujah. So we give God all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. I want to take this opportunity to welcome um, mighty woman of God. Amen. Who's um, here first? Tessa um, Gustav. Amen. I want to thank God for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, I see many others are coming on. And so I welcome you even at this time. Wherever you are um, viewing, amen. I want to say welcome, welcome. Um, Sister Julian, welcome also. Amen. To God be the glory. Great things he has done. Capacitor is also on. Um, I see Mary Nolan. She's here with us also. And so we give God praise, glory, and honor. Hallelujah. I uh, remember, as I've been saying to you for the past weeks or months, I especially over the, the last 90 days, today is the actually the end of our 90-day um, session. And it has, we have now gone over into what we call the the period of manifestation. So you have to watch over the next 90 days. Hey, listen, because we started it. Even though the, um, what you call the, 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 um, the 90 days of divine shift wasn't over on the 16th, the 16th of um, this month, well, not this month, last month, I think it was, yes, because today is a brand new month. Um, we really started on manifestation. I told you it was a Saturday and I told you manifestation. It means that you should be able to expect God to do marvelous things in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me go over this again. Remember, it is not, um, it is not, you know, me and you who is doing the work. The Lord says, I watch over my word. To perform it so we believe in god for salvation we believe in god for deliverance we believe in god for healing even right now in the name of jesus amen hallelujah and so there must be what we call the spirit of we must have a spirit of expectancy somebody says that the spirit of expectancy is the breeding ground for miracles amen so welcome again to all of your champions. Thank you so much for taking time out to be a part of this broadcast. Welcome, Brother Larry. I see um, Paulette Green and all of you who have come on um, so far. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. And so we are going to continue. We are still looking at the 10, um, the 10 points. We are recapping some of those. Um, we, yesterday we reached down to the... 
area of the sixth one which was we're going over them again we look at the manhood where god is looking at you as the man the individual but just before i do that let us pray father and god i thank you dear lord for this atmosphere thank you dear god for this uh, medium that you oh god um causing us to use dear god to encourage one another even at this time father i thank you dear god for your manifested presence amongst us even right now, Lord, even as, Lord, all those would be hearing my voice, I pray, Lord, that God, that there will be a quickening in their spirits, dear God. Though, Lord, I pray, dear God, even right now, that prophetically, Lord, dear God, and I pray, dear God, that the unction for, for, to function, dear God, my God, will come upon them. I pray a fresh anointing be released even right now in the mighty name of Jesus. God have your divine way. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. And we give you all the honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. So I gotta um as I, I was saying, we are recapping some of the points that we started dealing with. Um, first one, we looked at God is interested in the in manhood, meaning in you, in the person, right? So he wants to develop um that person within you. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to develop um, the, the, the individual is interested in you. I want to say this one more time. God is interested in you. He's not just interested in what you can do for him. Because while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. It means that we couldn't offer anything. Um, all that we had to offer was sin. But Christ died for us. He gave him, he, he, himself for us, for ransom, for our sin. He took the guilty charge so that we can be free. Amen. Somebody give God praise for that. Then, secondly, we dealt with the area of the ministry. The ministry is important. Somebody says the ministry is important. And uh, we must do these. Um, the ministry, the God develop a ministry within us. All of us has different types and forms of ministry but in all of this god must be glorified and he must be praised the overall um, goal of our ministry is to please god and to see lives being transformed hello to please god and to see lives being transformed number three the message the message now deals with we must speak the message in love it deals with the, the message must be balanced, whether it be in song, whether it be in word, whatever capacity you, are, you have been given. It must be three things. We said it must be scriptural, amen, it must be doctrinal, and it must be spiritual. In whatever we are doing, um, you must be able to touch on those areas, amen. So you cannot... Try and minister to stuff and others. So it must be scriptural. It must be doctrinal. It must be. It must come across as what you are trying to convey. Amen. A message. Also, don't forget that our lives are a message. People are reading us, and so we are what we call living epistles. Number four, maturity. We dealt with the evil maturity that God wants to bring us into maturity so that we can. Have the fruit of the spirit we have christ-like characters um, and all of these things that are important uh, we are dependable we are steadfast 
not easily removed with every wind of doctrine. We, 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 we are not childish. Amen. So we dealt with that then. We dealt with the area of relationship with the M, which is marriage. Balancing your life and your responsibility. Um, be connected to your, your, your spouse. You, both of you flowing together um, in terms of to glorify God and to bring glory to his name. So we looked at that and we saw that even in the area that the, 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 you should not um, have your prayers being hindered because you have, you know, unresolved issues within the marriage area. Um, it's not everybody who's going to be married. There are some people who do not want to be married. And so you must be able to balance your life, your family, even if you don't have a children who is under you, your own lifestyle. Amen. Glory to God. So that is what he's talking about. Then we dealt with the method. Um, yes, we dealt with the method on um, yesterday. Method. The method of how we are going to um, display or present the gospel. Right, we are looking at the area of the method, the method in which we are going to do it, even though sometimes the method may be unscript, it may not be according to traditional, um, you know, ways of doing things. Remember again, the message message must be what scriptural, it must be what mm? will you have it scriptural, doctrinal, and what else. Amen. Glory to God. It must be scriptural, doctrinal, and spiritual. Okay? So those are the three areas. But the method can change of how we are going to reach, how we're going to do these things, you know, how, what tools we are going to use to convey the message. Um, I believe next week we are going to go, and that's why I'm trying to finish up today, because next week we are going to start on something else. Amen. We're going deeper. Okay? Um, amen. So then we dealt with the, now we are going to look at, we recapping um, seven manners, right? Manners. Um, Titus chapter um, 1, right? Titus chapter 1. Um, it speaks of, and um, verse 7, it says, For the bishop must be blameless, and he must be assured of God, not self-willed, not um, quick-tempered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money. Okay, it must he uh, must be hospitable. Um, yeah, he must love of what is love of what is good. He must be st uh, stable-minded, just, holy, and self-controlled. And it says, holding fast the word of God, which has been taught. Amen. So, which the word of God that's been taught. It must be able to balance. So the area of manners here has to do with the area of um, unselfish. You must be polite. You must be kind. You must be a gentle man or gentle woman. You must be gentle. You must be ladylike, discreet. And these are all that characteristics. Don't, don't be afraid and frightened for all them um, persons out there. And, and bitter and, and nasty. They're not going to last long. They're not going to last long. Because by the time people, you know, they will get a following. But as the time people start to see the real person, then they don't want them no more. And so that is why we must balance our lives when we are going to enter the ministry. Amen. 
Um, and when I say ministry, we all ministers. I mean, you know, not 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 just those um, who has you know what you call those who have the 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 title. Mm-mm. And it's also have the title. We must be able. Somebody say we must be able. Hallelujah to um, you know affect change. You know, not, not just those who have title. Those of you who don't have a title don't mean amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for the humility. Yeah. Thank you, mom. Um, and so, oh, minister, amen. <laughs> um, and so not because we have a title, meaning that we should be, be nasty. We should be kind. And not because you do not have a title. Because some people say, oh, when I get a title, I am going to, um, you know, be humble, polite and all these things. Oh, I'm going to live a good life. Live a good life no matter what you are because we are believers. We are servants of the Lord and we must, and th you know, one other thing I tell people, you know, it, it, we are not preaching this thing as though, oh, we had no sin or we have no sin. All of us get derailed at times. We, someday we lose our way. We're not praying as we should and all sorts of stuff. And then we see things start creeping back in our lives. And that's why we must not judge. The Bible says you that are spiritual must restore you know, the, such a one, okay? Um, then we look at the era of proper speech, manner, communication in words, and mannerism, right? These are going to be important. Um, if you can read Titus from chapter 1 down to chapter 3, okay? That is going to be a little homework for, for us, okay? Um, because I don't, I'm just recapping some of these things. Another one is money, and we have to be very careful um, the, the love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, we need money. We need money to do things, but the love of money, the love of money is the root of all evil. The craving, the, the desires, and first, first Timothy chapter 3 and verse 6, you know, speaks of this area. Um, the craving for wealth and all this, so nothing is wrong. Because some people have their thing, oh, you know, you mustn't do anything. So you mustn't work, you mustn't trade, and I'm talking about doing business. You must do business now, because even on itself, that, that kind of lifestyle was encouraged by even Christ. Right? You must work with your hand if, you, if, you, if you're not able to take care of your family and all the other stuff. Sometimes you go through a lot of stuff and, and you, you, you need money. You understand me? You need money, but we must not reach to the point where we're doing anything and, 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 and being unfair, unjust in order to get money and come up with all sorts of um, evil schemes. Amen? So that you can bewitch people to get money out of their hands. Nothing is wrong, genuinely, if you preach and people bless you, uh, you'll be led of the Lord to do certain things. You know, those are things, but be very careful of the, the, the desire behind or the motive. And I, maybe I'm going ahead of one of my points that I have to deal with. Okay, then we deal with the area of morality. Morality, we move off of money now, deal down to the morality. This is now dealing with being pure, um, proper relationships with people, with, 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 um, with the um, opposite sex, with the same sex and all this stuff. We must have... Um, you know, biblical, spiritual purity in attitude and in actions. In attitude and in actions. Um, 1 Corinthians um, chapter 6, 
right, speaks a lot. First Corinthians chapter 6 speaks a lot about presenting your bodies and how we must, you know, function ourselves and stuff like that. And whenever you become derailed, whenever we become derailed, we must be able um, to come back to that place where God has called us to. Amen. He has, he has called us to live a certain lifestyle. And so there you are, any one of you having a matter itself about what is going on in terms of within the believers and stuff like that. Let me just get that verse there. Okay. Um, right. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 8. Okay. Um, verse 8 says, It says, Therefore let us keep the feast, not of the old leaven, um, you know, and he's talk about the leaven with malice and wickedness, um, and with all on unleavened, and you know, but in sincerity and with truth. And then he went down to speak about the area of um, sexual immoral immorality and all these other stuff. Um, and so we must govern ourselves, amen. All of us, and we pray to God. And one of the things that happen is that all of us need help. But the closer we stay to God, to the presence of God, we are going to be delivered. We are going to be helped. Amen? In Jesus' name. And so none can point a finger at the other, should be pointing fingers at the, at the other and, and try to judge or bring down. If a brother or sister be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual must restore. Sometimes I know in, in, in terms of um, appearance in front of people and public ministry it, you know there are things that are public there are things that are out there and sometimes to protect the integrity of the church the you know the process might be we were, we will not be able to put you up um in front of people in ministry like that because you know what you know sometimes we're going to, have to let you while you're healing, while you're being healed, while you're being restored, it's not saying that everything that somebody does, that, you know, you just take them down because, no, it doesn't need all of that. You know, I think sometimes some churches go to farm, put people in back bench and all kinds of stuff for simple things. For simple things. There are things that, you know, um, and it don't have to be sexual. Like we think everything that somebody does is sexual because sexual sin is not the only sin in, in the church. I wish we start taking on some people for gossiping. We might, we might have nobody left. You understand me? Anyway, um, and so we, we, we have to be so, so careful. And so we have this um, spirit that must be killed of trying to discredit others so that you can look good. That is not a spirit of Christ. That is not according to brotherly kindness. Notes. Notes. Amen. And so let me move quickly because, you know, it's getting um, late. And I know some of you have stopped. And then we look at the area of motives. Somebody said the area of motives. After, this is the last one. Motives. What is the motive, the desire behind why you do a thing, why you're doing these things. And Jesus spoke a lot about the motives. Um, and in Matthew chapter 6, let me see if I find it. In Matthew chapter 6, he spoke a lot about motives. And he says, um, from, let me get that one. In verse 1, he says, take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men. 
to be seen of them. Otherwise, you, listen, you have no reward from your Heavenly Father. And that's clear. If you're doing things to be rewarded, to be rewarded um, or to be seen of men, God is saying here, do not look for no reward from me. And I want to say this too. Um, even in which in sometimes with our area of giving, do not do things because it is um, a seen thing. So for example, if a man of God asks for five dollars, you don't feel him, you know, because that ain't really so much, you know. But if he calls for you know a thousand dollars, you want to be seen. He says you have no reward. You will get no harvest from, from that because yes, the act of giving always give a harvest. But God says, I am not looking upon that. If you're going out there to do something and to give somebody a plate of food, but you have to take a picture of it and send it to the world to let people know that you are doing that, it means that you have no reward. Sometimes, and I tell people in ministry, that is why whenever you see, I ask, um, and I, you know, I ask for something, I make sure I follow up. When you ask people to sow into something, they need to see that the money that they have, they have given, that's why you see agencies will take pictures that of you taking out, maybe not, or giving the people, not up for photo up like some of these politicians we have around, that sometimes everything is a picture. You understand me? There, there are things that you have to do. You understand? If you're taking money from people, people are donating, they need to see that the money is are going towards the, the need that you said that you're taking it for, for. Yes, it must be done from the heart. If even you know, if I feel led to um to give my neighbor something, I don't have to take a picture of it. I don't need the world to know that I you know I gave my neighbor something. No, because you're doing from your heart. That's between you and God. That don't need no no live broadcast for that. You understand what I'm saying? Otherwise, God is saying here, your reward. Uh, he says, therefore, when you do your charitable deeds, do not sound a trumpet before, before you as they what? The, the, the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets. For the, what, for, listen here, that they may have glory from man. And I said to you, there is no reward in that. So we have to be very careful how we are doing things. And I'm going to say this sometimes, and, and that is why I, 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 I like the area, and maybe that's why the Lord kind of did it this way. We have our, what we call the gospel outreach ministry, and which is, you know, we, I can't wait to get back into some of this stuff that we, we need to do and generate, um, you know, funds to do whatever and, you know, get things moving in that department. Um, but one of the things that is happening is that sometimes the church is doing things. People are asking for assistance. We do give them. Can we go out there and put it out there? But people out there thinking, oh, the church ain't doing nothing. Because the church cannot go and publicize everything they do. Every person they give, every, every um, rent you pay, every bill you pay, every grocery you have to buy. Because people do um, request things. What are you going to do? Can you go up there every Sunday and, well, I'm going to let everybody know, well, I just, you know, the church just gave so-and-so because they didn't have no food to eat. You have to look at the person themselves. Somebody may be down right now, but don't mean they're going to be down all the time. I don't, if you ask me, if there's, there's certain needs that people will have and I may have to bring it to the church and say, okay, as a family, 
uh, there's, a, there's a need here and we will need some assistance with this. It means that maybe by the church itself we cannot do certain things. And you know, let me, let me just give you this here. I remember one time, you know, and I, I'm going to be careful with this. You have to understand that there's some, there some houses, churches that they do not go into those departments, you know. Even though you pay your tithes and whatever, whatever, you can't go back, go take a loan or want something. They don't do that. They don't do that at all, at all, at all, at all. And sometimes if you even ask for assistance, they give you a loan. And sometimes we have believers who come across yeah, some things. Kind of, no, some things can't go in the public. You know, and um, you know, sometimes some believers come and with some ridiculous requests and think that, you know, the church must do bailing out of these things. Because let me show something. Let me say this. And we have to be fair. Okay? The church is a part of your part of the church. We the church is up your part of you have your family, which is your your family family, and you have your God family. And so we have to be very careful here. Because sometimes we want the church to do certain things. But we gotta understand when anything happened to you, when you die, you don't put your you don't will your house to the church. You don't will your insurance to the church. You give it to your family. There are certain things that your family has to help. Yes, sometimes if they, they, they you know, thing and, and, and the church can tap in, you know, to help because they might not be in a position. But we must not think about, oh, the church must do everything and the church must this. And sometimes people run up their own bills and run up their own, be irresponsible. And the church must bail them out at times. No. The church should be helped, should assist, should assist. For example, you have family, extended family. You could ask them, why not ask them if you need a certain amount? Well, what do you have? But people have things and they vex with you. You know, oh, the church ain't do nothing. But the point is it. I remember I was talking to one man of God and I, and I indicated to them, you know, of our assistant. And they said, no. Um, I, I don't I don't want to call the amount, but the amount was beyond was maybe in a thousand or two thousand or whatever it was. And the man of God says, "You give two thousand dollars to one member." He says, "No, we don't even pass five hundred dollars because we have to understand." And this is why I said to people that even as a church. Even as a church, we must understand, right, that it's not one member, you know. And sometimes, some of the people who are requesting, you must check your tithes and giving level. Because you want to take back out of a pool that you put nothing into. And that is, that is not God, that is a curse. And sometimes you're in that problem because you're not doing the things that you ought to be doing. I know you're not going to vex with me. I'm talking about motives. Right? I'm talking about motives. That's why some people go to certain churches, you know. They go to certain churches because, oh, they don't want to be in that church because they want to go to church just in case. They're not there to give. They're not there to contribute. They're there to take. You know, gone are the days when people fooled us. Um, yeah, they're more discerning now. I said, gone are the days when people fool us. They have one need and they go to five people for the one need. Right in the same, the same church. 
Because what happened? In those days, we didn't communicate. So we didn't realize that five people bought, <laughs> let me, let, bought the Jess. And every one of them um, paid the same amount of money. It means that they bought the Jess five times. And so some people come in the church to profit off of the church. And, and to, no, listen, and my Lord, and to, 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 to take things from people. And it is unfair, it is unjust. So motives. So we have to have true motiva uh, motiva mo motivation. We must have true motivation to minister and to be a minister. What is your drive? What is your um, godly desire? Are we there to Herod, um, to bring about truth? Are we here? We are there to be heard by men. Are we there to minister the word? I even said it the other day, Wednesday. Some people, when they don't preach, they have to, they have to go around to ask people, you know, how, how did I sound? Make you me sound. Yes, there's sometimes, and I, I, you know, I tell people, no problem. We need some persons, especially when we are not um, uh, grammatically correct. Uh, we made a mistake. There are people who can pick you out in a day because they have that. And that is why even those of you who um, and those of us who are going to be part of the mentoring program that is going to come, that will be part of it. It is not that I'm trying to get you to pass English. It's, it, it is that I'm trying to get us to speak English. And to make sure that when we go there, we could make a statement. A amen. We could make a statement. And so when you go before an audience, people are in down there wondering, oh my God, what is this? You understand me? Because you, you should be able. I'm not telling you how to use big words and all the other stuff. But you should be able to know where is and are and those kind of stuff. And your grammatical, you know what I mean? Things supposed to be incorrect and different stuff. So that it can help. Because there's sometimes some of us have an look. Some people got some good anointing in them. Oh, glory to God, they have an anointing. But as they open their mouth and they start talking, you lose the audience. And I am not saying that every, every time we must be up there as English majors <laughs> and down there checking off. We must know people capacity. But if we can help people to improve. So at least when they go there, they will that the, the the English would not be a barrier to people's ears. Amen, somebody. Because we, we are serving all types of people. We are serving all types of people. And I have my 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 my, my um especially daughters. Oh, I have one in partic in particular who will send me a little note and say, Dad now, um <clears throat> Yes, okay. Um, and yes. And there are people like those, and definitely um, I hope she's going to be available, and others we have who will be available to come in and help us. The problem is that the church is using people's gifting, but are we preparing them for greatness? I don't mind. I don't mind. I tell people. You know, somebody, oh, this and that. Nah, if you think them, they're going to go and start their own church. So what? So what? I want them to start it and be successful. What I don't want is you to go start and then you'll be a, a failure. 
The only thing what happened is that some of us are so arrogant that when we don't know, we don't want, we, we disconnect from your father and nothing, and you're suffering. You need to reconnect. You understand me? You need to reconnect. Because some people going out there manufacturing anointing. I'm preaching today. Manufacturing anointing. The anointing flow from the head down. In other words, when you are functioning, what anointing you're operating under? What anointing you're operating under? Who is your spiritual covering? What covering you're under? Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? Sons of Sceva, that's why they were beaten up because they had no identity. <laughs> oh Lord, they had no identity. They had no belonging. They had no ownership. In other words, they were counterfeit. I went to a business the other day and I gave them 100 US and they tell me they don't take 100 US. I gave them 20 to 20, they take it. I said, and I said, wait, wait, what's the difference? I asked the lady, I said, what is the difference between 100? It's because the, 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 the thing they have in their mind is all people, there's a lot of fake 100 going around, but they never check the 20s. I, I, look, I said, look, y'all don't have a, uh, um, you know, under those pen that you check. I said, no, because you see it's in their mind. Oh, the 20s, nobody going to really want the 20s counterfeit, but the 100s is going to be counterfeit and they don't want 100 um, US. I said, what is the difference? It makes no sense at all. They don't take 100 US, but they take 20. <laughs> anyway, let's go back. So, in the area of motives, in the area of motives, we must be pure. Uh, we must be motivated by God's love, not the lust for power, not the lust for fame, not the lust for a good name. Some of us, I'm going to tell you something here. Some of us need to be delivered from ourselves. And I'm going to tell you this. Some of us get saved and we are trying to use Jesus to build and listen, and, and, and listen, use Jesus. To build a name. In other words, we, we are trying to build a name by using Jesus' name. A name for ourselves. And I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of people who are in ministry and they're suffering. Because they don't identify well. This is And be truthful. They're suffering from identity crisis. I'm going to go over that one more time. I said there are a lot of us who are suffering from identity crisis. We don't know who. We say, this, I know who I am. They don't know who they are. Because if you know who you are, why are you so um, afraid and insecure about somebody else and all these other stuff? Do what God has called you to do. At the end of the day, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm so sorry, Lord Father, I'm, I might be wired different. I don't have time for that. My mandate, my mandate is to do what God has called me to do. Not be worried about what you're doing and running race with you. And another thing, how can you be a father in the spirit when you're, when you're competing with your spiritual children? Can't happen. Cannot happen. A father should be able to tell the son, run, run fast, do it well. Hold up there. Hey, hold up. You're doing something there? Correct that. But run. 
The other day, the other day somebody met me. A minister met me. And I didn't call the name, but a minister met me. And the, 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 the talk was another fellow minister, a young girl minister. And they kind of asking me, well, do you think because so-and-so and, you know, uh, uh, do you get along with this person and all this stuff and the, the things that they're doing and all the different stuff and whatever, whatever. Up to now, the person asks me or to say, well, Lord, they're doing a good work and whatever. All it was was negative. All it was was negative. And I was so happy that they opened their mouth because... Normally, that, that, those people don't really speak to me that often. But maybe they thought that if they kind of get to me, then maybe they thought somebody must tell them, well, wherever, wherever, I will go and fight. I said, no, but the point of it, and I end up and I said, look, one of the things that happened, all of us made mistakes in our early days. Yes, if, we are, if there are certain things that we are seeing maybe error, let us make sure that we try and, 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 and bring our brothers and sisters back into line. And I got that, oh, my sister said it there. It's too much jealousy. And that is exactly what's going on. Is that we are jealous. We are afraid to compliment each other. We are afraid to say, look, you're doing a good work. Don't come down. You know, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you this, you know. Our church went through a three-year period in the wilderness. You know how much our minister's colleague glad? I could count on my hand. I could count on my hand. Okay? How much ministers reach out to me? I could count on my hand. I, maybe they reach out to members, but I could tell you on my hand. Ministers. Because some of them were glad. In other words, you are going too fast. You are all growing. And they, they feel as though they, they have no sided with the enemy. And when I talk about three years, I talk about the three years with our land issue. Eh? I mean, I talk about the now three years anniversary with our current issue. Which I don't leave that. That is done gone. Because that will be dealt with in Jesus' name. So I don't worry about that. Okay? But the issue prolonged into something else. But we didn't allow it to become an issue. It's not an issue to us. All will, all will happen. I know it will be done. It will be done. Oh, in Jesus' name, it will be done. Because God gave us our word. And the word is Genesis 1. Yes, Genesis 1 and verse 3. In the beginning, let the, oh, and he said, let there be light. And there was light. And so that's what we're holding on to. That's our word, you know. God gave us that word. And that's our confession. Let there be light. And there will be light. In Jesus' name. And so we give God thanks and praise. Amen. And we are and functioning. We had crusade over there the other day. Amen. Hallelujah. We are doing stuff. People don't even know. So we don't make these things an issue. But I'm just saying to you. That sometimes we have us. as It's like we have entered a. A, 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 a dog eat dog kind of mentality. And they're siding with the devil. And glad. They're glad when you fall. They're glad when things happen to you. And it is wrong. And you know why? It's because it's not about 
um, the area of being complete. It's a lot of competition going on. And everybody's trying to see who could this, this, and who could do that, and who is the biggest this and biggest that. I tell everybody, if God called you to serve five people, serve the five people. If 25, serve the 25. If it's 2,500, he gave you the capacity for 2,500. Serve the people who God has given you. Stop trying to build big church. We never want a big church. When we walked there and we had 50 chairs and I don't even think I had um, seven people. 50 chairs and seven people. People used to laugh. They passed on and they laugh. And my mother is here. My mother said one time, she said when she was used to pass down from her church them times, she said, Lord, my son in there, uh, uh, you know, she said, she was just go in and tell him, Lord, come, let's go and go eat here. You understand me? Because at the time, they, you know, many people couldn't see it. But you persevered. You're faithful with what you have. Even though sometimes people don't seem faithful with what you got. God is calling on us. And I believe even in, in the days that God will have me on the face of the earth, you understand me? Even though, you know, I tell somebody, I, I am here because of God. I am here because of God. I was not destined to be here. There could have been all sorts of stuff thrown at me. Even at the point when I was born and they said I was still born and dead and whatever the point is it. And God gave me a chance. So I, 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 I now embrace that God, you have given me a mandate. You have given me something to do. I'm not trying to get my name on national awards and, and, and governor and, and, and OBE and all them stuff. If these things have been, praise God. But my thing, I'm here to do the work of the Lord. I'm here, my God, to, to impact my nation, to make sure the nations of the world. I'm here to make sure that the sons and daughters are raised up. And so whenever you hear me talking about, we have to get things in alignment. We have to get things in alignment because of the mandate that is upon us. I don't want the next generation to come. Listen, I don't want the next generation to come after me. And have to be worrying about building a building. They don't, they don't have to build. A, they will be building other buildings. But they will not have to be building a building. Now, let us do what we have to do. Let, and not just own a building. Let's build a people. The people is more better. I tell you, look, God, look, God just tell me something. something. He said, look, focus on the baby, not on the crib. Focus on the baby. People trying to build wonderful crib. And by the time the crib finish, when they look in, when they look where they put the baby, the baby in the dead starved. Because nobody fed the baby. Baby got messed for months, years. Because we're just focusing on building a crib. And by the time the crib is finished, you have no baby to put in the crib. I'm going to say to us. And this is, this, is, this is for sons and daughters, you know. I said something the other day, and I, because I read it off somebody's post. It says, students are colleagues. Okay? Students are colleagues will run after 
and want the anointing. You understand me? But sons and daughters will inherit. The anointing will be passed on to sons and daughters. And I can't wait. I can't wait for us to be going around this, this, this island. Can't wait for us to be going to the nations. And I want to make sure it within my spirit that I know. I mean, look, listen, listen, listen. All of you aim and be from um, Newburgh Gospel Tabernacle. Because I got sons and daughters um, all over in all kinds of different churches. So don't worry about it. All that happened is an understanding. And, we, and I hope the pastor understands. Don't get jealous now. Do not get jealous. Because they, they know me. They know me before they know you. And if they was looking, if they wanted some of them really and truly, is that because... They, 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 if, if they was up for their own self, they'd have done in the house. But they know that they have to be where God has them planted. They'd have done in the house. <laughs> they're done in the house, so don't feel jealous. Don't feel jealous, man of God and woman of God. No, we have to do the work. And so all I'm going to ask you to do. When the time come, release them. Let's do ministry. And they come back to the house. In other words, amen, glory to God. They cannot fly all the time. They have to come back. That's where they plane them land. They refuel. All you have to do, refuel them. Let's get something and we go again. God is raising up a mighty army. I want to see, I look, listen, I want to see these things happening. While everybody distracted with all kind of things and all kind of things going on in, in, in the island. Let me tell you something. I don't have to be worrying about that. Let's focus on what God is saying. What God is doing. Yes, the word of the Lord will come to pass. This is time for manifestation. It must come to pass. And I want to tell you something. Get ready. Hallelujah. Get ready. Because every plan of the enemy will be exposed. I say every and arrested in the name of Jesus. If police can't arrest them, well, let me tell you something. We got some angels who are going to arrest them. Let me tell you something. They don't look, some people don't understand enough. Some angels are going to stand in some way enough and say, let me tell you something. They will never, it will not happen. Some people are going to try to look and it will never light. People are going to look and the gun will never. I tell you now, some angels are going to block some things in this season. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because the will of the Lord will be done. In whatever the nation. And God is the one. God says this one is mine. Me are the one in charge of this one. And so at the end of the day. One noise you can make. One noise I can make. But one thing I'm letting you know. No powers of hell. No powers of hell. My God. Will, will have St. Christopher and Nevis. At ransom. In the name of Jesus. I said no powers of hell. Every witchcraft powers. Local, regional, international, skull head or no skull head. Because the will of the Lord. The thing is what happened. Some people don't hear. They do not listen. And so they find themselves fighting against God himself. This fighting between us, you know. I got to tell you this. This is the fight between this and that. This fight between some people and God. They don't listen. And when I say some people, I mean, I mean they all of them. They don't listen. And so God is going to put up 
And he's going to see which ones and whatever he's going to do. And he's going to put the play. The, the, you know, you know we had enough. The, look, 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 the, the heart of the thing is in hand, the hand of God, you know. Some people say, oh, this and that, I'm going to give them this. By the time people get up in the morning, and they, and they can't get something out of the spirit, and they go in there, and when you look now, they can't do it. Knock your money, you give them, they cannot do it. Just like witchcraft powers can manipulate people, I'm telling the power of God going to stop some people. They're going to try to do it and then can't get it. Do this one. Uh, uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. So don't be too much um, woke up and all them kind of stuff. Relax yourself. I'm going to call. Let me tell you something. I'm going to call. I'm going to give the notice now. Whenever the election is announced, the date is announced. I'm going to call for three days prayer and fasting for the election that is coming up. Whenever it's announced, whenever it is announced, I'm going to call for three days prayer and fasting. When I tell you come in a building, you're going to pray from your house. I'm giving the instructions and not come think that me going to be coming every morning. No, no, no. Because me don't have me on assignment. But we got to pray. Turn down your plate. And ask God to have mercy. Have mercy upon St. Kitts and Nevis. Have mercy upon St. Kitts and Nevis. Let me tell you something. If we make certain mistakes, we are, hey, let me, look, look, look. If we make some mistakes, if we make, um, some, look, uh, and go against and don't understand and be manipulated by all kind of stuff. Some of you, the same money where you think you have, look, it's going to go poof. You don't know, some people ain't going to leave him, him, him to spend the money. Anyway, um, let me just steady him. Um, let me steady him. So, I, I'm calling on intercessors, prayer warriors, three days of fasting. So, all when you... All when yeah, fasting, we're gonna be praying and fasting, glory to God. Three days, hallelujah. We're gonna be fasting for the elections, um, that is coming up because we gotta pray. We gotta pray if we don't pray here, if we don't pray, hmm. And so, we're gonna start the three days, we're gonna have a three day session, and I'll tell you exactly what's going on. Three days of prayer and fasting, God bless you. Um, I want to let you know, those of you who can, Sunday, we're going to be removing the barriers. Sunday, Sunday, Mother, I know it's Mother's Day. I've already asked them, give me, give me a few minutes before they're going to their Mother's Day program and all this stuff. We need to get into an anointing to move the barriers. Glory to God. And so we are going to be doing that. Some of you need some barriers be moved in the name of Jesus. If, if you, if you have to be in your church, Make sure you watch that service um, after because an anointing will be there. Barriers, look, um, look, listen, listen. Barriers are placed to keep things in an alignment or, or fashion you a certain way, movement a certain way. And the enemy has placed barriers in our lives. Barriers in our lives. And let me, let me give you this. You won't believe. This wasn't something that I brought up in a, 
I I think it's Facebook or something. I preach a message at halal um, um, halal praise. Um, you know, a tabernacle. When they were down by upstairs, the waterman place in town. And God told me about the barrier. And I, I procrastinated the day. And the night, God said to me, you're not preaching this message tonight here. You're not going to preach this message tonight unless I get the barrier. I told my army bearer, I said, please get gone. Uh, please, if you could get a barrier for me. And he, thank God he got connection. He got it. And he brought it. And let me tell you something. I remember Pastor Boland even um, um, spoke about it. That that service, that we were in some stuff. And I told him, come on and hold up. Because there was a barrier against that church. Put up at, look, from the gate of hell. And God brought me back for that message and said, let me tell you something. It's time for, the, for every evil barrier that has been placed against Newburgh Gospel Tabernacle. Against gospel outreach ministry, against Ignite Church, every barrier will be removed in the name of Jesus. It's time. And let me say, let me this, let me say, every barrier of the enemy, everything that has you fenced in, my God, causing you to live a certain way, and and no, no, we, we, we get we getting rid of the barrier. We getting rid of the barrier. So um, forgive me for taking a few minutes out of your service on Mother's Day. After we're done with that. We're going back to the normal programming of wishing you Happy Mother's Day and all the little stuff. But me got to move some barriers. God told me after the 90 days, me can't go wait till early next week. That's too long for me. Then. Me don't want the barrier anymore. I don't want the barrier anymore. No more. The, the, today is the ending of our 90 day um, um, divine shift. And let me tell you something. I want Sunday morning we be moving that barrier. I'm, I'm not keeping the barrier for another week. I'm not keeping that barrier. My God, my God, my God, fenced in. My God, you, 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 you can see the promise, but you can't reach it because what happened? They, they have you a barrier in my Torah, Masata. Masiende. Oh God, I command every barrier to be removed right now in the name of Jesus. So come ready. Come ready, we move it. I know you're going to dress up and all the different stuff. And all the different things you're here doing that kind of stuff. Amen, God of God. But we're going to move some barriers in Jesus' name. And then after that, we go back to the normal programming in Jesus' name. Because let me tell you something. No matter how you're here, you know, and your nails do, and your let me tell you something. You're, you're still restricted. You're still back, my God. You're still restricted. But may I tell you something? This year here, I am look. I am stepping out of all of those things. What is for me, my God? What I've put on my prayer wall, what I've put before God, I need to see things, my God. And the man of God who was here, my friend from Trinidad, he says, "Time for things to speed up. It's time for things to speed up." Well, how do things on speed up? How do things? Just imagine you're driving in town. And you know, the, the word of the Lord is saying speed up. But you look now, you barrier in front of you. Wait, what happened? Barrier means stop. You can't go through. They're restricting you. And so we're moving barriers in Jesus' name. Somebody said barriers got to go. I said barriers has to go in the name of Jesus. Every barrier to your progress, even need to go right now. We're moving the barriers. Come on. I need a shot for that. Pastor, somebody call Pastor um, um, Pastor Woodell in Nevis and tell him I need a shot. I'm removing, removing the barriers. Glory to God. I need a shot. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Pa yes. Those of you who don't know Pastor 
with a print shot. So I need a shot that I'm remo look, removing the barriers. Amen. Go to God. That's my shot. Removing the barriers. Every barrier Sata. So somebody get a message to Pastor Woodell and tell him I need a shot. Blow the I don't care the color. I, I need a shot. I must mark removing. Removing the barriers in the name of Jesus. Every barrier has to go. I said barriers has to go. Barriers has to go in the name of Jesus. And you better get your shot going and prophesy that barriers got to go. Get them printed, man. Get them going. The barriers has to go. In Jesus' name. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Oh, removing the barriers. I say removing the barriers. I'm in the name of Jesus. Somebody say in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. See you on, on Sunday. Remember, see you on Sunday. Yeah, my son and seen just come on here. And you tell pastor I need a shirt. Amen. Glory to God. Removing the barriers. Some barriers got Sunday. We, I know in Mother's Day, but we will move some barriers in the name of Jesus. We are moving them barriers, man. God, man, you've been in, you've been in the way too long in the name of Jesus. Time for the barriers to go in Jesus' name. Amen. You have been listening to a podcast from the New Birth Gospel Tabernacle in St. Kitsinevis. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and be on the lookout for more. God bless you and have a great day.